0: I'm Melissa Currens. And I'm Amy Yersted. And we welcome you to the 14th episode of the What Would Alice Paul Do podcast. This show is about demystifying what it means to be a volunteer with the League of Women Voters today. In this episode, we're reflecting on some of the activist work we've been seeing and how you can bring some of the tactics into your work. We will
1: also share an activist alert.
0: So, uh, Amy, it's been a while since we recorded an episode.
1: It, it feels like it's been a, at least a year, even though <laughs> I think it's only been a month.
0: Well, we so. should tell the um, listeners that we've even kind of forgotten how to record. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> we we have. Like, Melissa had to tell me exactly what I was supposed to use for my vocals because I can't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while. Yeah,
0: but we're we're getting back into the swing of things. It's the new year.
1: Um we were going for a little while. We were we were banging out the episodes. Well, I mean really when it comes down to it, I think between our league work, taking over our lives and you know, your job and more league work taking, in. I mean, it's just, right. it's like, there's just, you know, we got lives.
0: Yeah, there's so much to do. I'm sure a lot of our listeners feel the same way. There's just yeah. so much to do to make democracy work
1: right now. For if you have a state that's like my state in Virginia, you have part time legislatures, which means that it's like go time, it is a full on sprint. And so Virginia, we this this year, it's 60 days in session. Uh, last year was 45 days. And we so we alternate like that. And so this 60 days, and this is the year we do the budget. So as an activist, you're trying to educate yourself as the bills are coming to the floor, and they're coming out of committees, and sometimes they get stuck in committees. And so you're trying to get your people to respond to these action alerts. And, you know, some activists will make a, you know, a catchy graphic, and then post that out. And you're trying to email, tweet, you know, go to town halls, make some noise. And it's Oh, it's, there's just so much going on.
0: Right. And um I coach the Illinois State and they have a big uh, primary coming up in March. And so they're super busy and in Ohio we got a primary coming up where we're going to be having redistricting on the ballot. Oh, so we're yeah. super pumped.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a big topic. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Uh Virginia, we have a we have a rally going on tomorrow um in Richmond at our state capital and it's all day training, rally, marching uh networking and that wasn't even our first one i think so it's that is such a big topic redistricting reform so big yeah and your primary you just mentioned the primaries that reminded me i put out a t-shirt campaign uh so for doing voter registration so for all my friends out here um if you want to buy a t-shirt for a League of Women Voters and to make yourself stand out in a crowd, if you're doing a tabling event, you're at the high schools, we have uh, t-shirts that are going to be on sale until March 22nd, $25. Um, there's a little bit of money that's going to the, to the League of Women Voters education fund, so that's what supports – uh, Vote411.org, pass-through grants for high school voter registration drives, naturalization ceremonies, and uh, voter registration drives at their election observer program. So buy a t-shirt, get everybody in your league to have a t-shirt. That way we'll all look the same. We're one league, you know, trying to make democracy work. Um, and it looks awesome. There's a big American flag on the back because of, you know, our values and voting and democracy. And then it's got the league logo in the front. So there is no question who you are, what you're doing.
0: And we'll put the link on our show notes so people can go buy the t-shirts. But I'm taking a look at it, Amy. I really like the blue. It's really fetching.
1: Thanks. I, um... I really needed, I just needed a shirt. <laughs> it I just, I really wanted everybody to just, you know, when you see the table, uh, among all the other vendors, you know exactly it was League standing right there. So right. everybody will have LWV right on their chest. So yeah. Awesome. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Do you, do you, have you gotten yours yet? No. So, oh, that's the thing, I guess. So the campaign will end March 22nd and then they'll, they will mail the shirts around April april 9th i think okay uh so you should get your shirt mid-april or so good so i ordered four of them (laughs) each different size not knowing because they say they run a little small but i also want my kid to wear one so at the very least an extra small will fit the kid my husband said he'll wear one so he'll get the large and then i'll get to like decide if i want the small or the medium (laughs) well and then i'll just give another one as a fundraiser or something to somebody else oh my god you're getting the whole family ready to register voters. So that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know if my six year old will rock the shirt. He might be swimming in it, but I'll, I'll definitely have him at the farmers market registering people to vote. That's for damn sure. That's right. That's good. Hey, you had that big giant fundraiser in whole, um, at the Cincinnati League. So how did that go?
0: Yeah, we had a um, we call it the Making Democracy Work celebration, and we had a lot of fun. It was the it was the weekend before Valentine's Day, and we do a fundraiser around the League of Women Voters' birthday, which is February 14th. And uh, happy League of Women Voters' birthday, Amy. We haven't talked to each other since then.
1: I know, right? Happy, yeah. happy birthday, League. Yeah,
0: we're, uh, we're 98. Is that it's right? Still
1: a, yeah, 98 and still sexy as hell.
0: <laughs> That's right. We're rocking it. Um, and so, yeah, so we had a a fundraiser in Cincinnati that I was the chair of, and we, uh, we did great. We gave out an award called the Making Democracy Work Award, and this is our third year, and it's actually something that National League had, um, suggested that local leagues do, and it's a great way to, um, get the word out about, um, your local league. So we've had a lot of success with that. So, um, I'll put a link on our show notes about, um, the award and see if that's
1: something that your local league would be interested in, in, um giving up. as our friend says it's all about the party and so when you're honoring and celebrating people and all their good work it's it's all about the party right right it's good karma too yeah
0: to put the positivity out in the world people like that
1: as young people i like to you know i see these other women who are have been doing so much great work and i aspire to be them so i love learning about their stories Mm -hmm. and can i do that one day like this is just awesome so i mentioned that rally that's going to be happening at the uh, in Richmond tomorrow with the redistricting reform and I learned about this thing called groupcarpool.com now mm-hmm. uh, we're not getting any money for this I promise <laughs> um, but I want to make sure that I share because I have never seen this and it seems like it would definitely simplify uh, some of our fellow league members who are trying to carpool to their state capital to do rallies or whatever it may be um, it's it's, you know, it's simple. it's I'm pretty sure it's free, group carpool. You know, you can figure out how many cars are going to be needed, where they're going to be, what time. Um, Melissa, you said you'd use this before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we used it um, actually for our fundraiser. So we offered if people wanted a ride to our fundraiser, um, they could sign up using this website. And it, it's uh, it's free if you have less than 50 participants. so Wait a
1: minute. So let me get this straight. You use carpool groupcarpool.com. To try to get people to come to your fundraiser,
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't
1: Holy you? crap, <laughs> that is so smart. <laughs> That's right. We will yeah. give you a free ride if you will just open up your wallet. <laughs>
0: That's right. We don't want to turn any anybody away, and so we have uh, some members who didn't feel comfortable, um, dri- you know, going to where we held the fundraiser, which was downtown, and so they don't like uh,
1: driving downtown. So we offered carpool. That. Is brilliant. Yeah. Plus, that means that every person that normally would pay like twenty bucks to go and park. They don't be. They won't be paying twenty bucks to park. They'll be paying twenty dollars towards your fundraiser. That's right. Yep. Oh, that's brilliant. Gosh, <laughs> yep. now I know why you're on the Alice Paul podcast. <laughs> that's right.
0: But <laughs> I, many others, I could really see it for rallies and you know marches. If you yeah. wanted to, yep. to you know, uh, really get a
1: group of people somewhere fast. This yeah, cuz we website. wanted to I, from what I understand for here we wanted to get a couple of buses and I just couldn't get the 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 amount of people to make it worth the cost. I think it was going to be 30 bucks a pop. And so not you know nobody wanted to pay 30 bucks a pop, but organizing groupcarpool.com super That's easy good. to get people to and from, especially to your fundraising events, I love it. Yeah, think keep that in mind. You got to use the meal train <laughs> so that you can get the food there for free, and then you got to use group carpool so that you can get right. the people there for free.
0: That's right. We we got we got it covered.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It is amazing how many different things they have now for people. It's just true. Ten years ago, they didn't have any of this. I don't know how league members, how did Susan B do this? (laughs) She's just good, Amy. Yeah, Elizabeth Cady Staten with her seven or eight or nine kids and teaming up with Susan B. Like, they didn't have group carpool or cars. (laughs) For our D's Not Words segment, it's all about action, the energy, and people power. So we're just reflecting this time uh, because we've been off for a long time, but there's so much that has happened in the time that we haven't been on air that we just really just wanted to get have this opportunity to talk about all of the amazing activism we've seen in the past month. Um, and we don't just mean like little pieces. This is – some of it is really – I mean, it's – Fundamentally changing the way we do activism, I would say. What do you think, Melissa? Yes, yeah. Tides have really changed. I in mean, the past and six just months. yeah, yeah. I mean, and really in the in the last month. So uh, since Parkland, and the you know this tragedy happened with the school shooting, we have students now that are speaking out, and I guess students have spoken out in the past I think in the 60s they've spoken out and and times in between that they've spoken out but for some reason this is I mean I guess with our generation this is really resonating um because the government hasn't been acting and they haven't been protecting us when it comes to the gun violence stuff and and of course I would say this all comes back to money and politics um but regardless they're speaking out they're organizing a national walkout on March 24th. I'm going to participate. Melissa, are you going to be in that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. They're going to be all over the country, just like the Women's March happened, um, except for this is all about gun violence. This is, this is us um, as young people, as Americans everywhere, demanding that we, um, you know, we do something about this. We can't ignore this anymore. No. Uh, my kids, six and nine, have to do these crazy drills a couple times a year. And it's super scary to try to explain to them you know why you have to have you know your doors locked. You know parents can't visit easily. Have to get IG checked. When we were in Michigan, there was actually construction paper on the windows all the time. Um, you know this is is this is really the environment that we live in now, and this is not even right. Right, and these kids from
0: Parkland, um, you know what's really great about what they're able to do is that they're able to fight back with with the words that the politicians say. And they're using online tools
1: um, to organize and, and fight back. For instance, so for, with I guess when it comes to like the money and politics, money at money. Uh, so corporations are stepping up because I know I don't know if you have it, but I have like these election, these action alerts that come straight to my phone every day around noon. And so every day it'll say something. And so since Parkland has happened, they said you know to call like FedEx or some of these corporations to stop giving discounts or whatever it is to the NRA and. That's working because places like, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods and REI, and, um, Walmart are now making it so that it's going to be, you know, they're, they're actually restricting the ability to buy guns at a certain age or at all. And so people making calls using, you know, from other activists, sharing information, putting pressure on corporations to put pr- pressure on an activist group or, you know, the NRA it's actually working, right. and it's it's really awesome. So when government officials aren't stepping up and doing what they should be doing, um, the corporations are doing it. And I I mean I I have fixed, mixed feelings because I don't you know corporations aren't supposed to be legislators, but it it's so awesome to right. see that they are. They get it they are getting it it's
0: hurting people in their pocketbooks so that's yeah. a lot of times how change happens
1: vote with your dollars as they say right. so right. i had found an article we'll put it on our website but um so for example rei just saw this past week uh so they're going to put a hold on future purchases with any products that are under this organ this this other larger company called vista outdoors um and vista outdoors i guess works with camelback blackhawk some kind of gyro like lights or something for your bike or whatever and so you know they're they're holding all this i mean camel i mean camelback like i think i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i have water bottles for (laughs) my kids with camelback and backpacks and they're saying no we're gonna we're gonna take a break like that's that's awesome you know and then walmart walmart i mean right raising the age of 21 years old so i don't know that that's gonna be like super successful um like if that's really going to help curb gun violence but the fact that Walmart is actually taking a stand at all on gun violence is a really big deal kudos to Walmart to at least at least taking a stand on something on this
0: amy i didn't i
1: don't get alerts on my phone what is what did you sign up for so for example i do get text alerts from momsrising.org really a lot of these activist groups since the Women's March, not this year, but uh, last year, the big Women's March, from what I understand is this woman, she got really big and, and she gives you every single day, sometime around 12 or 12.30, you get a new action alert.
0: I get action alerts from like the ACLU, which no, I think are really cool. It's called Daily Action. Yes, that's it. That's it. Dailyaction.org. And you can put in... um you can put in your email there, or you can text DAILY to two two eight four six six, which which spells action, and you can get this um, this DAILY alert. So you don't get that? No? You haven't signed No, but account? I'm going to. Yeah, you should. It's every single day. Yeah, it said it launched <laughs> mid-December 2016. And oh, it has so exploded. actually it was
1: yeah. pre-women's. Okay, so it was before the Women's March. It so. says,
0: um, resisting extremism in America one phone call at a time.
1: Yeah, it tells me the, what to do. It's, and it makes it super duper easy. So along with these students who are speaking out, planning a march, um, hashtags are, they're, they're really making great use of hashtags. So hashtag never again and hashtag enough. Um, hashtag enough I thought was really good. That's the Women's March actually. So the organizers from the Women's March who have now since turned to like an actual organization with the huddles and whatnot, they are actually helping students with their campaigns To end gun violence. So I thought that was good. If you want to look more into the hashtag Enough movement, just go to www.womensmarch.com. We'll put it on our website. But they have – there's a good picture of the United States and, like, all these dots about where these different Enough campaigns and marches are happening. And then, of course, Never Again. I mean, even my neighbor across the hallway has the hashtag Never Again sitting on her door. So it's – I think everybody's over this. We're over the gun violence. So – you know, and it, and it's not just school shootings, uh, but like, you know, some of our, some of our loved ones, I mean, suicide rates and whatnot, it's, this is really heartbreaking and it's, we've got to change the laws so that we can protect our fellow humans. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but the league does advocate for gun control.
1: As a national board member for the League of Women Voters, one of my liaison states that I get to talk with, and it's always a such, I mean, really exciting conversation every single time, which is League of Women Voters of Florida They are always doing such great work. And one of their big issues is gun violence. And this is, they've been working on this for several years. And so they had a big uh, press conference and a flurry of activity recently. And we'll post an article about some of the quotes that they have recently made about the Parkland incident. And um, they're just, you know, they're amazing. They can get people out there doing stuff. And, um, you know, this is in their state. It's, you know, we all want this to end. It's, right. you know, this is just tragic. It's, it really, really is tragic. Yeah. It's crazy cuz like I'm I'm not a, I don't scare easily. I'm in prior military. I don't, you know, I used to pack a gun when I was in the military and have to go on people's boats like I don't scare easily. And then now I drop my kids off 10 minutes early at school and I realize like, wait a minute, I'm there's no adults out there, you know, not that an adult could help him anyways but the school is locked he's only 10 minutes early that's it and he's a sitting duck you know they have recess for 25 minutes out in the schoolyard and he's a sitting duck like and it's like our schools are super protected now they check your id you got to wear a badge when you come in but really your kids are still outside before school after school at recess and it's it's just it so now uh, things that shouldn't scare me freak me out all the time and i'm i don't get scared easily so it's like now this is like super it's like really hitting home with the whole gun violence thing in schools so with that note (laughs) talk to your u.s senators talk to your u.s house members talk to your state members um because the only way this is really going to change and as much as we love that you know dick sporting goods and others um are changing their you know, their rules when it comes to selling stuff. Like, the real change comes from the government. And so if we really want to make changes, it's all about your U.S. senators, your U.S. House members, your state members. Um, And if you've never been involved in politics before when it comes to, like, even, you know, campaigns and stuff, if you find somebody that has an issue that you agree with, it's time to jump in. Like, head first, just you know sometimes it takes treasure sometimes it takes time and now it's time to do that it right. really really is yeah
0: you know one of the things that people do is that they can uh, you know a meme can really say a lot um it can really evoke a powerful message and uh amy um you know of a meme that went viral recently
1: yeah so my, one of my really good friends uh she and i walk the kids to school and um she's my neighbor and she's awesome she's just you know she's a mom She's a mom, not, you know, she's not a communications director or, you know, she doesn't head a nonprofit. Her husband in passing said some, you know, something interesting. She captured it, put it on a background for a picture and then put it on Facebook. And holy cow, within a couple of days, reached over 24 million people. It's been shared tens of thousands of times. So something as innocent as something, you know, she just captures from her husband, puts it all together. The timing of it was, like, perfect. Um, it had something to do with sticks, not taking sticks away from kids or, or something yeah. like that. I
0: saw, once you told me about it, someone else had posted it on my timeline. Or Get out of well, here. not my time. Well, it was, like, in my timeline, like, in my feed, I should say. My news feed.
1: Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. But, I mean, it just kind of shows you, like, they're just chatting. You know, not a big deal. She puts it together, which is really easy. You know, you can use you know the different applications that we've talked about, Canva and others, for free. She puts it on her Facebook, and then it just it just goes gangbuster. And so, 23 million people later, and you officially have a viral uh, meme. Right. And so, um, I I have to warn you though. So my friend and I, we talk and we walk to school, and when something goes viral, that is awesome, but also there is there is some problems with that. So because every person in there just uh, decides to attack you. And right. So yeah. She, three
0: million possible or twenty three million possibilities of criticism. I'm sure. Right? Oh
1: my goodness. She's yeah. had some. She tells me, and I was like, "Is there a way you can turn off the notifications?" And she can't figure it out. Wow. <laughs> so it's it's like constantly her phone is digging. But you know, as a if you're like a local league or a state league, that's that's a great problem to have when people are, you know, keeping you keeping your issue elevated. Right. So, um, unfortunately, this is on you know like it's it's her page and she doesn't have you know a bunch of board members to police it. But right, it's you know it just shows you though the power of social media, and you know if you can just get the timing right and you get you know a quote that's you know people can. You know, understand easily and and carry it. It it carries carries 20, 23 million people. Right, amazing.
0: Right, it's pretty amazing. I found it, but do you want? Do you just want to put the link? Like, do you yep, we want we'll, to say it? Say what? Yeah, we'll just we'll we'll put the link on okay. there. We'll put so the she link can on there. Get more shares. Yeah. <laughs> Not that word sorry, friends. There, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> she knows. I actually told her I was going to do this, and okay. she sent me the link, so it's it's cool. Okay, good. <laughs> I got her permission, more or less. Okay, good. <laughs> but, yeah. So Crazy. Uh, I mean, it is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I guess uh, along those lines, so we can also talk about – so so not only are memes very powerful, but I have some – I guess I really just want to take this time, to to reflect on some of this stuff. So since the General Assembly has been an active um, – and we're almost done – March fifth or March tenth. I'm sorry. March tenth will be the last day for the general assembly in Virginia. I I've gotten to watch these activists and um, how they are reaching out and like really like you know they'll identify a bill that they they want to jump on and try to get support or they want to try to get as many people to call to get the legislators to oppose it. And so it's it's really I mean. It's amazing. It's also exhausting. I'm not going to lie. And I imagine for those that are in the trenches like I am, it's it feels like it's 24-7. However, it's only 60 days. So if we could just, you know, plow through this, it'll be okay. But I want to mention how – so one woman I've um, gotten to know, she, she does great work with graphics. And so she'll capture what – we want to happen in a particular bill. She captures it in a great cute little graphic. So recently it's been Charlie Brown and kicking a football and how it keeps missing the field goal or it go- it goes along with the bill. And so and it, it, it hits traction. And then since we are, um, we're tagging all of the different delegates, AKA state representatives and senators, as well as the governor, it seems to be helping. So for my, for league friends out there, um, you know, creating a simple graphic and then having the Twitter handles of all of your state elected officials, um, and in one spot that's easy to access for all of your activists seems like a is it's really a powerful thing, and especially if you can break up these um, handles into you know to, into chunks, so it's not as intimidating. Um, and this particular woman, she was actually able to create it so that she would Facebook message us all um, this link and the link would do an automatic tweet. And so you would just do, you know,
0: like on websites, you can put like uh, Facebook widgets and, and, and Twitter widgets and Instagram widgets where it will preload like an image and like text. Yes, for you yes. to Yeah. OK. And then yep. um, you can edit it but you can mm-hmm. you can start with what they, you know, recommend yep. and then you tw- then you can edit it or you can keep it and then it will tweet using your actual, you know, Twitter handle.
1: Yeah. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And it's made it so much easier and so you can get through the entire Virginia, you know, list of delegates using right. what she's given you and makes it, you know, you can literally do advocacy and a minute yeah and there's a couple um like if you're interested in
0: adding this to your website there's a couple um widgets you can do there's share this it's pretty pretty popular there's simple share um, you can google this and see if you can add it like to your league's website for example
1: nice yeah i had never seen this before but now i'm like wow how did we ever do this without this technology because it just made it so fast and yeah i it already has the graphic already in there for you so you don't have to copy and paste anything you don't come up with anything i always try to make sure i add my my delegate in there whenever i do it but it's you don't have to you could just do the automatic thing and bam 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 it's done right so super cool super easy so along those lines what we also did um i mean virginia is just it's just the it's amazing what the things that they've come out in this recent uh, General Assembly. So one of my friends came up, and she actually was on our last one of our podcast episodes when I interviewed her about what her experience is as a a new league member. Mm -hmm. So she came up with the idea recently. She's like, hey, let's do a Sips and Tweet. So she knows that we have the Sips and Civility, the same thing that I learned from the San Diego League, and then I just kind of took it and um, made it work for this area. So then we just took it one step farther, and we do Sips and Tweet. And so she wants to grow this. But we did one – one, I guess you'd call it episode of Sips and Tweet. So we got a, uh, th- four of us activists together, and we were talking about a specific bill. So we were educating our audience about this bill while we were drinking wine, and we were asking people to tweet uh, specific hashtags related to the bill and using Twitter handles, and we would try to feed that information out to people. And we made a Facebook event so we could invite people to the event um, and it just streamlined everything and made it easy. And,
0: and you used your personal email, or I mean your personal Facebook page to create the event. Or did you use like a group... Um-
1: I think, I think my friend made her, I think she may have used her personal. We it was not league, um, because the, my local and state league don't have a position on it. So this was not a league. This was a totally an activist thing. So So it was truly grassroots. So you can
0: use, yeah, you can use, um, your own personal profiles to create these events and then you can invite people to them.
1: Yep. And that's, that's what we did. Yeah. And, um, and so the same woman who's been making some of our graphics, she couldn't be there at our event, like in... You know sitting there in person but she was like helping keep like keep the enthusiasm up at our sips and tweet event um where she was at by just uh tweeting things or using you know right. the comment section in the facebook live and so it, it was great and i think um within two days we might have gotten close to close to a thousand viewers um on a bill that was really hard to understand and read so we felt like that was a win and it was our first time doing it and we got to have wine so it's always a win when you get to have friends and wine and talk about politics
0: and i got to and i watched you guys
1: facebook Facebook told me
0: you guys were live so i was like well i gotta watch this
1: you're like what the hell are they talking about this virginia bill yeah
0: it looked pretty fun you guys were like um like the camera was on like there was like three or four of you yeah you guys uh-huh. were just talking and then there was like chatter happening in the in the um the feed i thought it was yeah
1: really cool wow that's awesome yeah. oh my gosh and you're in cincinnati and like still carrying yeah, over there exactly no that's so cool so that's and so we're like I think other groups, other people could do this exact same thing. It was so easy. We literally just planned it a couple hours beforehand. I was sitting at my kid's basketball game. My friend was like, hey, let's do some sort of Facebook Live thing on this bill. And so she's like, let's maybe call it Sips and Tweet. And there we go. And it just grew. And everybody brought a bottle of wine. We didn't drink all the wine. But it was, yeah. And, um, and what was crazy, this is what's really crazy, is that the bill sucked. And then after we did, we were asking for a couple of changes to that particular bill. And I don't know if it was our Facebook live event or not, but there ended up being an amendment to the House version of the bill. And I don't know. We're just going to, we're going to say that we maybe possibly had a little bit to do with that because we did generate a lot of uh, Twitter action on it and Mm -hmm. Facebook action. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Well, definitely helped
0: if nothing else
1: i hope you know and that's if that's the case then everybody should do this because if you can get an amendment and a bill from drinking wine and hanging out (laughs) with the girls everybody needs to be doing that (laughs) this is a way to do it i know it it, and what's really great too is that one of my friends she wasn't able to follow it as close because she's you know she's doing other things working you know And she's like, I learned so much just from sitting here and listening to you guys talk about this bill. So even, you know, you can invite anybody to these sips and tweets or whatever you want to call it. And then, you know, people who haven't had the time to engage, they get caught up real fast and so it's it's fun. And it's they can even ask questions.
0: As, as they can ask they questions.
1: Yep. And then it's fun to see what other people's reactions are when it's in the comment section. So um, I don't know. I We want to do some more. Uh, my friend is thinking we can interview people who are experts on things like redistricting and whatnot. And it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. It was super cool. It's, it was cool to watch. One of the things I got to do recently. Uh, so Virginia doesn't have Medicaid expansion, which is BS. And um. So we're losing tons of money in our state budget because we haven't signed on to Medi- you know, uh, right. the Affordable Care Act and the, the expansion of Medicaid. So anyways, long story shortened is that activists have been in full speed trying to get Medicaid expansion. And one of the creative ideas they came up with was a Medicaid expansion caravan. And so we got to participate in that, which was really, it was really fun. So we all started off in different parts of the state and our, you know, our communities. Decorated our cars with like flags and paint and streamers and stickers. I don't know, all kinds of stuff. And then, you know, took lots of pictures. And then we had stopping points along the way. So imagine all of Virginia, different points. And you stop and then there's a rally. There might be some speakers and some food. And then you, you go to the next you know, waypoint, and there might be some, you know, some more people jumping onto your caravan party. And then you all end up in one location, which was the Capitol, where we had a big rally, and we listened to more speakers. A lot of them were House delegates or House representatives. And then after that, then we went and lobbied our House and Senate members asking them to expand Medicaid. And I brought my kids and my friend who was right, driving with me, she brought her son. And we all had signs and you know, we had, and one of the things we did differently too is, uh, this Medicaid expansion caravan is they had people from all these different communities write messages and postcards. And so we were hand delivering all those messages and postcards to all these different offices. So I think my group, we delivered like 30, we delivered 116 postcards to 37 different members. And so it, it took us a little while, but it was, I mean, it was super fun. The kids got into it and, um, you know, everybody Facebook lived it so that it, you know, would reach an even bigger audience and it was a great, it was a really oh. cool, really cool time. Yeah. The different, I I mean, I, I know that this is not the first time a political caravan has happened. So I saw pictures of some old school ones and it's, it's just so neat to like get to do some of these vintage ideas and then bring it back right. and, and they still work. Yeah, yep, and then you just add technology, which, you know, people can't take off work. But by using Facebook Live, other people can be incorporated into it and comment and or watch it from home, and it's it's awesome. I love it. That's great. Yep. Thank great. you, Facebook. <laughs> With all your flaws, you still uh, still helping us make democracy. We'll keep work. you. We'll keep you around, Facebook. <laughs> I know. For now. <laughs> so I guess the the last thing um, that I kind of wanted to share. Uh, with all this awesome activist reflection time is um, postcards. So we've been uh, – the we did the get out the vote postcards before the general election. And then – Yeah, we talked about the, those. Yeah. Yep, on the podcast. Yep, and they, they were, yeah. And they were a big success. They were super fun. And then I saw the activist groups doing postcards for the bills, postcards for issues. And I was like, wow, we should do that. And so we started doing that. So I would just, I printed off a bunch of postcards um, using Vistaprint. So I'd create them in Canva, got the graphic, and then I'd use Vistaprint to print it cheaply. And then I also bought a bunch of random ones. I'd see them around town. So I have like a like hundreds of postcards. And then I have friends that would also, they have better printers than I do, and they can do it even more cheaply. And they can make their own graphics. So we'd all combine our postcards. We'd meet at a restaurant and we would do postcards on Medicaid expansion, voting rights, redistricting, et cetera, et cetera. And then I would hand deliver those. So just like the caravan, so I've made a couple of trips to Richmond, this General Assembly session, um, and I'd hand deliver those postcards. And then similarly with the League of Women Voters U.S. Lobby Corps. I'd have people together, and we do postcards for my Lobby Corps appointments. So this last month, we uh, my appointments were about helping DACA recipients. We really want the Dream Act. Uh, we want, you know, there's some certain priorities that we want. In the event that they're not going to pass the Dream Act, then they end up doing something else. The League wants. We have some priorities, and so we would po- we would write the postcards, and then I hand deliver the postcards to the context that I'm going to be meeting with. And all of my people on my list, all my U.S. representatives that were on my list said that they really appreciated having these postcards. So another way to reach out, to do something that's simple, that our members, you know, they might not be able to, you know, they might not be able to go to your state capitol and participate in lobby day. Um, they might not be able to go to a town hall event, but they might be able to write postcards from home and then a league member or a volunteer can go and hand deliver those postcards to make sure they get there and then, you know, add some goodwill wishes. So that was, that was super fun. And my kids even wrote postcards. Oh. Um, and, that, yeah, my six-year-old was like, please follow the golden rule. I'm six years old. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so um so yeah I mean and so there you go you can even get the kids to participate in this process as well engage them in civics yeah. at an early age. And I so. like
0: that it's like um it can work for whatever level that you want to get involved like if you're not yep. able to go you can still write postcards or if yep. you want to go
1: and drop them off you can like 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 you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah just have someone do it and I doing this I've done uh, several of these postcard events now I have learned one thing. So as a as a league leader I do want to pass on that it seems really helpful to have some sort of talking points because I've some of these events now people come to me like I've never written a postcard to my uh, elected leader what should I say and and people really they don't know what to say so it might be really helpful before the event to kind of brainstorm some quick easy talking points for postcards just yeah so just everybody feels you
0: comfortable up. um participating as soon as
1: they can yeah, I had no idea. I I um I I I guess cuz it's been a while, but uh yeah. So I I'm so deep into it and so some of I'm sure some of our listeners are like I am. We're like you know, we know the bills, we know the issues, we know what to say, but not everybody is as thick into this as we are. And so we have to remember to take a step back and kind of help them out. Right. Uh what what to say and make them feel confident. So so there's yeah, so for sure do that.
0: So it doesn't it just takes a little bit to kind of put down like suggested language mm-hmm. or something that people can then, you know, tweak for themselves.
1: Yep. Yep. And I, I also even went even a step further for the lobby corps, and I was researching stuff about framing because different people take messages differently. And so it might be helpful to even go and like research framing for different, you know, different groups, um, whatever the issue might be. Mm-hmm. But um it's, yeah, like the whole communication stuff, it, you can be in a serious rabbit hole i tell you what right right and (laughs) it well you know you're in it (laughs) yeah yeah it's never a guru yeah (laughs) there's always more to do i bet (laughs) for sure but
0: but it's good it's a good um, reminder for us who you know we're living it but not everyone's living it like we are and that's okay
1: yeah. We no, it totally is okay. Yep. Yeah. I, we, you and I, we didn't start like this, you know, <laughs> wasn't like we were born from the womb and right. all decided, we were like we're planning these events. It's, you know, I said league members before us came and trained us and, yeah. uh, yeah. and so now it's our turn to train others. And it's, it's just, it is so cool. It's so cool to have like the stack of postcards from people from all over the community. Um, Who want to just i mean i even have at the restaurant people who are bringing us the drinks they're like what are you guys doing (laughs) and then we'll explain to them like wow do you mind if i write one i'm like please that would be wonderful they're like well what should i write and i'm like well we're writing on medicaid expansion do you want to write something about that and they're like oh yeah totally and then you're like then they need a couple you know what what should i say she's like i support medicaid please support it and they're like oh i could do that and that's it that's all it is
0: that's all you need
1: so, this is our activist alert time peeing in their boots. So, this goes back to when Alice Paul, and we've told the story a couple of times now where she was in the closet and had to go, and what she do? Lucy Burns told her, just go over the boots. So, she did. Or at least <laughs> that's what the rumor is. So, anyways, we want to bring attention to the dreamers. This is a scary time for our fellow Americans, and we want to make sure that. Um, everyone who's listening knows that they have more power than they think and the dreamers need your help so inaction by the government means dreamers will live their lives in fear of deportation march 5th was when the deadline was um was supposed to happen and we know the courts have stepped in but i can't imagine every single day after march 5th waking up and wondering if ice is going to come at my door and i know this sounds really really scary but this is how it really is this is the
0: reality for so many people
1: this is, this really is the reality is that you are going to college, you're going to your next class, you know, whatever it may be, women's studies, you're walking the class, and then there's some agents that are ready to take you. And that, I mean, how do we know that's not gonna happen? It, we don't know.
0: We don't.
1: So the least we could do, the very least we could do is call our US Senator members. We only have two, you only have two. That's it, two phone numbers. Uh, you can find them on congress.gov, call them up and ask them to protect the Dreamers. Uh, house members as well, call them, email them, tweet them, bug the shit out of them, <laughs> because it is too important to not do it. Uh, we have the Dream Act is out there right now. I think it's HR 3440. Um, in my lobby corps meetings, it it doesn't seem like there is enough support by both Republicans and Democrats. Democrats are mostly writing on it, and we need more Republicans. Right now that bill is stuck in a committee, and they cannot get it out of committee. Right. So you can call and ask for the DREAM Act to get out of committee, because I can personally I could guarantee you that if the DREAM Act was to get on the House floor, it'd probably get passed, because everybody knows that this is an issue that needs to get resolved. Um, is really, really scary right now um so just just call that's right. all you gotta do congress.gov call your two u.s senate members call your house member you've got some extra time call some other house members
0: right. and like <laughs> and Amy, just tell. amy had suggested in the last episode to put the members of congress in your phone so you can easily yep. contact them
1: yep you just go hey siri <laughs> <laughs> call representative buyer <laughs> i heard you call siri,
0: like did it just went off
1: <laughs> oh there, yeah there she goes there she goes <laughs> there she goes see that's how easy that's right siri's <laughs> so listening always yeah. i made the appointments i visited the offices and i it doesn't look good right now uh every day that the sky does not fall is every day that the dreamers have to live in fear uh, and it, this is not right because they're they are americans in every sense of the way yes so yeah please make a call Please email and please visit your U.S. Senators and House member. This is Melissa Currents. And this is Amy Yerstead. We ask, what would Alice Paul do? But it's more important what you're going to do. Start your own Sips and Tweet online event. Or experiment with memes and generate awareness about issues impacting your community. And for the love of humanity, call your U.S. Senators and ask them to help the dreamers. Until next time.